Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hi, Britton. Hi, Matt. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy you're not president anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My term's over. It is. Speaking of terms. Speaking of terms, let's talk about terms and real estate purchase contracts. We can't just talk about me and my term? No, I'm bored of talking about you. (laughs) Yay, me too. Yes, let's talk about strange terms that we have encountered in contracts that we've either written or received. Or heard about. Or heard about. Um, (laughs) So... I think one of the interesting parts about this is that we were, as we were racking our brains for some of the more interesting or creative or unusual terms that sellers or buyers have wanted to include in a contract, um, there really aren't that many. There really aren't that many because there's so many purchase contracts that are written that have nothing. They have no contingencies and a lot of money. Right. So because- if you ask for something weird, chances are you're not going to get it. Because every offer at the end of the day is essentially a combination of the cash that you're offering to bring and the terms by which you'll bring it. And if you can't be the person that brings the most cash, then you certainly want to be the person that brings the cleanest terms. And if you have a lot of cash, then you're going to be like, well, I can meet your clean terms and have more cash. Um, so that's the San Francisco market in a nutshell, at least in up markets. I had, um, clients probably about 15 years ago ask me, they said, actually, I've had multiple people ask me this throughout the years. Um, they asked if they could sleep in the house before they wrote their offer, sometimes in occupied homes. And I'm thinking that'd be awkward, (laughs) but I kind of get it. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, you want to know, like, does, do you hear, does Does the street light shine in the bedroom window? You know, does your neighbor have a a fascinating ritual of, you know, howling at the moon with chickens before going to bed at one in the morning? Everybody knows that chickens don't, aren't awake at night. I don't don't know how chickens work. I just go to the grocery store and buy eggs or a chicken. I don't know how chickens work either. Modern life. We're such city people. (laughs) Um, I remember when I sold my house in Virginia uh, long ago and far away that as part of the buyer's removal of their uh, final contingencies is they came back with um, a wildly long punch list of fascinating things that they wanted taken care of before um, the transfer of possession uh, and it was like we had cleaned the carpets at the beginning, but they wanted them recleaned and they wanted like some cabinet hardware pull doors installed and just like these really um, minor things like adjusting tracks for um, closet doors and just really, really small things. And at the end of the day, like it took up an entire page and was, you know, 14 or 16 items. And I'm, you know, talking to my agent at the time, I'm like, this is crazy. And he's like, oh, this is, this is nothing, right? Like just agree. We got this. I got it taken care of for you, but we've never done that in San Francisco. Wait, do you remember when we sold the property not too far from here when the, the buyers wanted us to replace a light bulb <laughs> among many other ridiculous things? Oh, and memories. The, the sellers had, they had installed a doggy door 
and they had on a sliding glass door. So it was this contraption that, um, as soon as you said this, I immediately thought of the sliding glass door. Yep. And, and they had had custom blinds made for the, for the sliding glass door, but they never put them in because they didn't fit right or something, but they were just sitting in a closet and the buyers wanted them installed and they were going to look terrible because they were taking out the dog door and they, this window treatment was cut such that the dog door wouldn't be covered. They were like, I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah. So, but they saw them and they wanted them installed. Yeah. And they were going to take out the dog door, I believe. So there was just going to be this gaping hole in the window treatment. Anyway. Filthy refrigerator. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was the one where we had cookies at broker's tour. And at the end of broker's tour, I was in a hurry. The sellers had moved out and I put the cookies that they were on a plate and I just put the plate in the fridge and so the only thing in the fridge is a couple bottles of Pellegrino and a plate of cookies. And this buyer said, this kitchen is disgusting. That refrigerator is filthy. And I wanted to put all the cookies in my mouth and just say, they're not dirty. They're just <laughs> <laughs> This refrigerator is not dirty. It's delicious. Exactly. <laughs> so we don't get a lot of strange terms is, is the point of that. But I think the, the most interesting term that we've heard of uh, was the offer where the buyer wrote into the purchase offer that the seller of the property, once the property had closed and the seller was no longer the owner, would come back and have dinner at what used to be their house with the new owners and the new owner's agent. Yeah, that was written into the contract. And this, was, this wasn't one of ours. This was one that I heard about probably roughly 17 years ago it was when I was brand new. I'm just sitting like, why? <laughs> it's the only thing that comes to mind. Why? How does, why? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's an interesting one. Um, the longest one that I can think of or kind of the most interesting, uh, in air quotes here was a long, long time ago when we had buyers who were super interested in a property right before the holidays. Uh, this was back when pre-sale inspections weren't typically done. So there were no inspections on it. Um, and we got an offer accepted with a, I want to say like a 17 or a 21 day inspection contingency. Um, just something ridiculously long by what actually happens, you know, day to day, year to year in our business. And that's about the most strange term I can think of. Yeah, a long time to do inspections. How bizarre. The other one that we've, I've never seen an offer in the city accepted, but people leaving the city we've, we've worked with on this one, which is when we have sellers in San Francisco who are leaving and moving someplace and the purchase of the home wherever they're moving to has been contingent upon the sale of the home in San Francisco that we were selling. Yep. So we've been involved in those kind of deals that have this, you know, cascading effect if something goes wrong and one of them suddenly you've got three deals that, you know, at least two deals that are messed up or potentially going sideways. I don't know that we've ever had an offer I don't know that I've ever known anyone. Maybe it was happening in the down market that in the city were actually getting offers accepted to buy something, to buy a property in San Francisco that was contingent upon the sale of something outside. 
I mean, it happens, but it's wickedly rare. It's really rare. And I, um, I know I've written up a couple as offers and imagine that I don't think they were accepted. Um, yeah, no, it just doesn't happen very often here in the city. And of course we were, um, both of those, uh, the, the folks from San Francisco were headed to Marin, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is, I don't want to say a, an uncompetitive market, but compared to San Francisco, less competitive. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Those are the strangest terms that we've ever been able to write into a San Francisco purchase contract. And the fact that... Or gossip about. the Or gossip <laughs> about. And the fact that this podcast is going to come in at like 10 minutes is one of our shortest pretty much tells you no. <laughs> I can't believe we filled up 10 minutes about terms. <laughs> so, uh, strange term. And even during the downturn, during the short sale, when we were doing those, those deals didn't have strange terms. No, because the banks just wouldn't allow it. That's right. You know, the, the, they wanted their offers as clean as possible and everyone was doing whatever we could to get some kind of movement from any bank. Right. You know, because everything was just a log jam and dealing with terms around short sales, you know, that was, that was a fun time because you had two sets of approvers, you know, you was, it was getting the seller to agree to your terms and then it was getting the bank to agree to those terms. Um, Good times. Good times. (laughs) Glad that's 10 years old. Bye, strange terms. Bye-bye. Escrow Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team. San Francisco Realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com.